Yo, 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 what's good, family? Welcome to another episode of Beyond Six Figures, the podcast that helps you crack the code and break the mold of old habits and thinking. I am your host, Yazi, and it is my mission to help you cultivate a mindset that's worth more than millions. Lately, I've been doing these episodes covering some influential people from now and from the past. Today is Alan Watts and the five keys that you can apply to your journey as an entrepreneur. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's good, family? Welcome to those who have never been here. Once again, my name is Yazi, and I'm your host for today. Uh, Self-improvement enthusiast, and I love to talk about mindfulness and entrepreneurship, and that's what we're doing today. And today, I'm covering the philosophy and the five keys of Alan Watts. So, for those who do not know who Alan Watts is... Just to give you a little rundown, he is a British-American philosopher, teacher. Uh, he came on the scene in like the 1960s, around that hippie area era. So ask your mom and dad for those, uh, and or grandparents for you Gen Zers out there, who Alan Watts is. If they don't know, go look him up, and uh, you'll find more about him. He taught a lot about uh, the separation between man and uh, and and spirit, many different angles, and uh, his teachings go very in depth. He was well trained uh, and well studied. He went to school for philosophy as well. Uh, so the the man is truly a great spirit. He had his own battles, his own demons, and he eventually uh, transcended due to I want to say alcoholism so very sad ending however he lived a blessed life and blessed a lot of people but today we're talking about his philosophy and what he thought about entrepreneurship in this world so he he does have a video that goes that's circulating right now some audio and he immediately said that he does not like the idea of business however it's it what he was saying about it was really cool. He was his take is that we must all find a way to play the game. We must all find a way to live the way we want to live and make a living within the rules and the confines of this game that we're in. This matrix, this simulation, whatever you want to call it or refer to it. And every man is subject to that. Uh, that's kind of like the main thing. Either you go work for someone or you work for yourself and you add value to others. And, oh, snap. So, that said, let's get into his five keys. So, the first one is embrace playfulness of life. To embrace the playfulness of life, you have to set aside how you currently feel as an adult, right? And that's with quotations. Because though you feel like you're an adult, don't forget how important it is to be a child. 
some of our uh, it's said that our characteristic and most characteristics and most of our personality is formed before the age of seven, and that's why those stages from one to seven, from zero to seven, is an important stage for a child's development. Most of the things that you're interested in and still interested in, you were interested in then. You just didn't have the words to say. You didn't have the intellect to name it or to write it down or to say, you know, what it was. But now that you do, you somehow forgot what that was. Crazy thing, isn't it? So you should play with ideas. And if you are an entrepreneur, you should play with the product that you're adding. You should play with the mission statement. You should play as often as you can. Set it as a rule of thumb or something that you put into your monthly practice is to play. Because forgetting about who you once were as a child is actually doing more detriment to you as an entrepreneur and an adult. If you used to love to paint, if you was a kid who loved to travel and adventure, these things can still spark new light in you. And maybe new ideas as well. It's understood that meditating on the inner child can help you heal, you know, trauma. Because most of our trauma happened as children. Because we lacked understanding. So it became trauma. I would say that it's the same when it comes down to you entrepreneurs or you workers or leaders out there who are looking to level up. This is a great way to do so. And finding ways to play and play with the child within can help you become a few steps ahead of your peers because you were not afraid to do the work and tap back in. So do that. Second is to cultivate a sense of curiosity. So this can lead to new opportunities. This can lead to new ideas. This can lead to to new inventions, new promotions. Curiosity is not what killed the cat. But it can be the thing that get you to your next level. Play, curiosity, all those two things for sure go hand in hand. I don't think you can have a great playtime without being curious. And being curious is just being intentional as well. It's understanding what you're curious about. It's a question. And now you're seeking it. Now, one way to cultivate it is to ask questions that you intend to answer. Don't just ask questions for the sake of asking questions. Uh, that's That has its own merits in, in a certain place, right? But I would say for true curiosity to get results, ask questions you intend to answer. Or the questions that you ask, you intend to answer them. Because sometimes questions just come out of the blue due to our experiences. In this case, I would say that question that pops up, you go find the answer to it and you don't stop until you do. So that's one way to cultivate it. But I also say if you are naturally curious, then asking questions you intend to answer would be great. But if you are naturally curious, you probably have a list of questions already, right? I would say go back and answer questions that are unanswered. Questions that you may have just journaled and asked, but you didn't answer them. You just kept going. So in this case, 
I would tell you, those who are already naturally curious and been out here floating, you know, uh, I would say go back and answer those questions with true intent, intention on the on acting on the answer. Third would be embrace change. Now, we, we're all understanding that change is inevitable, but I want to drill that into your head. Change is non-negotiable. You will change, and you must change. Adapting or being adaptable is just adapting to change. It's admitting that change is here, but you're adapting. You can either be acted upon, or you can act. All these things are in in the realm of what change is. You coming into a business, you coming into a new leadership role, all requires change on certain levels. Someone once held that position before you did. Someone came before you in this entrepreneur journey before you. Or if you're a true innovator and disruptor, no one has seen anything like you. You are the true definition of what change is. Because you're disrupting an industry. You're innovating. You're causing the way that people think about a certain industry or even life in itself. You're helping change come on faster. So some people are uncomfortable with change and that's fine. That's cool. Whatever. But I advise you to get comfortable. If you don't feel it right now in the air, a lot of people are feeling a sense of catastrophic change people thinking a lot of things are happening right now like so much energy is being stirred up right now that you must understand that change is already taking place fourth will be practice mindfulness i will drill this home every single time because i don't know if you recognize it but the past two to three people that i've studied and brought on um and, and covered as an episode mindfulness is somewhere in there and you can immediately go to yoga your mind might go to yoga your mind might go to breath work all those things are great and all those things are forms of mindfulness mindfulness is the umbrella that which it lives under all those things are great and if you want to do those things go for it but if you feel put off about the word mindfulness and because all you think about is yoga, then you're looking at it totally wrong. If you have a moment to pray, if you have a moment to say thank you or show gratitude, that's an opportunity of being mindful. I say five minutes a day and let that seed grow. And eventually you turn that seed into 20, 30, 50 minutes a day to yourself, allowing the thoughts to cool down and you be able to specifically zero in on what it is you're trying to accomplish for that day, that week, that month, or that year. And it's a great reminder to myself. Great reminder to myself. Recently, me and my friends have started back this nice little challenge about doing about 20 minutes a day. And I love it because it holds me accountable on all ends. And it also is an action that reflects who I desire to be. Lovely. So I would say get you some accountability partners if necessary. But get your mindfulness in. Start thinking about the actions you're taking. Be more careful in the sense of what you're doing. 
and you can see more results to come. Better results, actually. And fifth and last is focus on the experiences, not the things. This one took me to a recent uh, interview that I just listened to with the founder of Mind Valley, and he mentioned this study or this philosophy from a scientist who talks about the double illusion. Uh, and I'll include some information on that in the show notes. And double illusion is basically getting at the idea that we tend to ask for things, but we don't really want those things. We want the feelings. And then on top of that, we think we want those feelings, but we really don't want that. It's a whole rabbit hole. Whatever. And I think this is part of that because I want you to definitely go after what you want to go after in life and get it at the same time. Uh, but I, I, I don't want you to get there and have it and still feel shitty even after got, having it, have gotten it, winning. And and it could be because you enjoyed the chase more than you actually enjoy the the accolades. And that's okay too. So now you know what to ask for. Ask for more opportunities for adventure or the chase of the thing instead of the thing itself. Think on the experiences. Ask for the experiences. And I think experience is tied directly to feeling. Because you need both, right? So the feeling, the experience, either or, that's where you truly create your future. That's where you truly create the... the uh, that's a true win. And over the things, because you can get the house, you can get the car, we can have the women, we can have the money. However, feeling lonely inside and still having these possessions, it's, it, it, it makes no sense. So for the long term, ask for the experience. Focus on the experience. Think from the experience and the things will still arrive. So... In conclusion, his philosophy allows us to go within ourselves in many ways, either it be playfulness, either it be reconnecting with your child, uh, focusing on the experience, the mindfulness, all those things. And still, how does that help you as an entrepreneur? I'm sure you have days where you're not your best. I'm sure you have days where you're you missed, you made the calls, but you still missed the mark. That's why mindfulness, that's why playfulness, all these things matter because you do not need to be burnt out before you reach your goal. You do not need to be burnt out trying to add value to your customers. You don't need to become a slave. Many of us want to get into that if you follow Robert Kiyosaki, uh, the quadrant, right? The quadrant theory. Many of us are still E's and S's, employees and slaves. And we're trying to get to the I's. And I want you to get there, but I want you to get there healthy. I want you to get there in high spirit so you can continue to create the best versions of others as you offer the best value as possible, you know? So keep that in mind. So in closing, I would like to say thank you. And if you would like to get more content like this, then it's 
then follow the link that's in the show notes. I'm sorry, I got a little tongue-tied. Follow the link that's in the show notes and sign up for the newsletter. And every week, Sunday and Monday, you'll receive a nice newsletter, some encouraging words, and some updates about what I'm doing and what's happening here on the podcast. So until I see you, be great, be curious, be vigilant, be you. Peace.